Hi, I'm Aiden Adams. This is a podcast called The Unexplained. Today we're going to be talking about a group of people in a lighthouse that suddenly went missing. In December 1900, a boat called Hesperus set sail for the island of Elian Moore. One of the seven islets of the flannel, Flannan Islands off the coast of northwestern Scotland, Captain James Harvey was tasked with delivering a relief lighthouse keeper as part of a regular rotation. The journey was delayed a few days by bad weather, and then Harvey and his crew finally arrived. It was clear that something was awry. None of the normal preparations at the landing dock had been made. A flagstaff was bare, and none of the keepers came to Great Hesperus. The keepers, as it turned out, weren't on the island at all. Hi. Keepers, as it turned out, weren't on the island at all. All three of them had vanished. The clues only led to more questions. Why would one of the keepers have gone out without his coat? And for the matter, why would all three have left together? At all when the rules forbade it, someone needed to man the post at all times. So something unnatural must have drawn them out. When Moore returned to his report, Harvey had the island searched. The hunt came was empty, the captain then sent a telegram to the mainland. A dreadful accident had happened at Flanans, the three keepers, Ducat, Marshall, and the occasional, had disappeared from the island. On our arrival there, this afternoon was no sign of life was to be seen on the island. Fired a rocket, but as no response was made. Managed to land more, who went up to the station but found no keepers there. The clocks were stopped, and other signs indicated that the accident must have happened about a week ago. Four fellows must have been blown over the cliffs and drowned trying to secure a crane or something like that. Night coming on, we could not wait to make something as to their fate. I have left more, MacDonald boymaster and two seamen on the island to keep to keep the light bearing until you ha- make other arrangements will not return to Oban until I hear from you I have repeated this wire to mere heat in case you are not home I will remain at the telegraph office tonight until it closes if you wish to write me further investigations also led nowhere though the lighthouse log book provided a new seat of comfortable confounding details. On December 12th, an entry from Marshall described severe winds, the likes of which I have never seen before in 20 years. He wrote that Duckett had been quiet and MacArthur had been crying 
which would have been odd behavior for a man with a reputation as a tough and inexperienced seafarer. The next day, Marshall reported more storm details and wrote that all three of them had been praying. Another odd bit of behavior from some well seasoned keepers in a brand new, supposedly safe lighthouse. Strangest of all, there were no reported storms in the area on December 12th. Some 15th read, read, storm ended, sea calm, God is overall. Speculation ran wild. Was it something supernatural? Sea creatures? A case of madness and murder? A government operation? Foreign spies? Aliens? Ultimately, there was evidence outside the lighthouse that provided the most promising lead in explaining what had become of the keepers. Over at the western landing platform, damage from the re recent storms reached as high as 200 feet above sea level. Ropes that were usually affixed to a crate or a supply crane were littered. Robert Muirhead, superintendent of the Commissions of Northern Lights, wrote in his official report, I am the opinion that the most likely explains the disaster the disappearance of the men was that they got all gone down to the afternoon that was Saturday. 15 December to the 15th of December, in the proximity of the West Landing, secure the box with the mooring ropes. And that an unexpectedly large roller had come up onto the island, a large body of water, going up higher than where they were and coming down upon them, had swept them away with restless force. While this left considerable room for doubt, the lack of bodies, supposedly calm conditions, and sheer experience and know-how to the lightkeepers still hadn't been accounted for, and never would be. In the years following, other keepers claimed to hear the voice in the salty air screaming out the names Thomas Marshall, James Duckett, and Donald MacArthur. This has been my podcast. Come back again if you want to see something.